sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you now? Today is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. We are recapping the events of the Spotify in-person week in June of 2022. Now, to be honest, I will fuck up. You might as well be up front. I'm really recording this a week later, but I have notes, extensive notes, and we're going to talk about them all right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Set at the top of the show today is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. My name is Joe Batanz, and we are talking about everything that's taking place here at the Spotify in-person event in Los Angeles, California. I'm sitting at the Hotel Figueroa, and uh, it seems haunted, but it's maybe not? I don't know. Uh, okay, well, today's Thursday. We're starting to begin the wrap-up of the week. It's funny because Monday and Tuesday, and even part of Wednesday, we're so busy, and then Wednesday and Thursday are a lot more casual, a lot more whatever. There's also, I will say for this episode, and I will explain everything, there will be a lot of previously ons. I wanted to do things, um, what's the term, uh, chronologically correct and have things happen on that day happen on that day. But there are some payoffs today that where the setups took place on previous days, but I will always explain and I will always set it up. So this morning, so usually what had been happening this week is we would pile into a van, drive over to the Spotify offices, run clear the other side of downtown, and have breakfast there. Often a very, very carby breakfast. One of the things I don't understand about myself, because by Monday or Tuesday, I was aware, like, oh, this is not good for me, right? And this is not going to be a good thing. And for some reason, I had a solution in my hotel room. I had brought with me, because this is to show you that my thinking was different, I was convinced that the food would not be enough, that they would underfeed it. You know, Again, fat people are always afraid they're not going to have enough food. And so I was always afraid that there wouldn't be enough food. So I brought... Uh, a whole case of Huel with me. So I had Huel bottles in my refrigerator, in my hotel room, the entire time that I only drank one. I drank it either Monday morning or Sunday night. One of the two. I was either hungry Sunday night or I was hungry Monday morning. I didn't know what they were going to be feeding us, you know, the first day. And I drank uh, one. But other than that, I had a whole bunch of Huel that I could have been like, you know what? The stuff they're giving me is not healthy. And they had refrigerators there. I could have taken two, not eaten the lunches and just taken Huel bottles and felt better. I don't know why I didn't. It's very strange. I don't know why I didn't do that. And uh, I kind of bringing up the entire case of Huel back with me uh, home. And uh, very bizarre. I don't know why I didn't. I, I, it, I didn't occur to me until after I got home. And I was like, why didn't I just have these instead of the carb load? Anyway. But Thursday, 
was the first day where we were on our own for breakfast. And if you remember correctly, I had asked Fran, the crazy German organizer, uh, whether the, whether Spotify was covering our breakfast for Thursday. And she said, Oh, I'll get back to you. And then I never heard from her. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm paying for my own breakfast. So I went down to um, the re- the hotel restaurant, which I'm going to tell you my review right now. Uh, very good. The food was very good. I, very delicious. I loved eating it. Um, however, very expensive. Like, I think my scrambled eggs with toast and some breakfast potatoes, I think were $25. Like, really expensive. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm... I spent twenty five dollars for breakfast, and I had toyed with the idea of going because I'm downtown LA. They have amazing breakfast. However, uh, all the breakfast places they they had us in the most random part of downtown LA, right by the Staples Center, and so there's not really anything good by there. Right down the street is a place called the Pantry. Which is so fucking overrated. I don't even get me. But I could do a rant on the pantry the way I do on Hamburger Mary's. But I won't. Uh, always a line. It's terrible food and it's very expensive. So actually for the same price at the pantry, I could have had, a, you know, for the same price at the Hotel Figs Cafe, Cafe Fig, uh, I could have had a terrible breakfast at the pantry and stood in line for it. So I'm glad I didn't. Other than that, the great restaurants that are in downtown LA, and there are. We were far away enough that I had to take an Uber. Because here's the thing. I'm all, I'll just get in the subway. I have a tap card. No subway stops by uh by the hotel. And so I would have to take an Uber. And the Uber ride plus the cost of breakfast would have been the same as eating at the Hotel Fig. So I was like, meh. I'll just eat here. I'll just pay for it. So I get down to the Hotel Fig. And there's Sergio sitting down by himself. Waiting for his breakfast. I think he was ordering. I go, do you mind if I sit with you? He's like, no, please do. So I sit down with Sergio, Sergio, and we're chit-chatting. And then Fernando comes down, and he sits with us. So it's the three of us, and we have a very pleasant breakfast. And we sit down, and we eat, and uh, very good time. I do find out that, yes, Spotify is paying for the breakfast. And I already ordered, by the way. So I had ordered. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to have a nice breakfast. So, like, it was an extra uh bonus that Spotify was paying for the breakfast. And uh there you go. So there's that. So, you know, this is actually this might be a story I forgot to tell on the show. If I if I told it already, I'm sorry. But did I talk on the show about how multiple times by the way, I know I told it at least one time, but multiple times throughout the week, uh the they would say, oh the van is leaving at 8.15 in the morning. And it'd be like Eight, let's say eight twelve, and I'm literally grabbing my wallet, hand at the door to go downstairs, which I was on the second floor, so I was just one flight of stairs away. And I only fell for it the first time. I get this fran, I got this frantic call, I answered it, and I was like, "Hello," and I'd be like, "Yes, this is the hotel desk. There's a Fran here, and she's very concerned that you haven't come down. She wants to know everything's okay." I'm like, "I'm on my way down now," you know. I just started to ignore those calls. Okay. It wasn't even after the time. It would be like three minutes before. It was really weird. So uh, I'd go downstairs. And and so, like, that's Fran. Fran the crazy German. And so I... um, So no word from Fran about whether the breakfast was covered, but Fernanda told us. 
that uh, the breakfast were covered. So then, and we're, we, I mean, it was a two-hour breakfast at least. So now we're like at 10.30 or 11. And I go, okay, well, now it's time to go to my hotel room. And because, okay, so let me tell you what the schedule was for today. The schedule was we were going to have, again, uh, oh, well, oh, well, supposedly, actually, the schedule was supposed to be, I told you a lot of previously on today, we were supposed to be meeting from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. with our production companies, and they were going to come into the hotel, and they were going to hang out with us, and we were to hang with them and meet with them. They had told us, and I heard very late Wednesday night, that they would not be meeting us uh, at the hotel. So I had from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. completely free. So now it's 10.30 or 11, and uh, I'm going to go to my hotel room, and I'm just going to hang out because around 1.30, but they told you it could be 15 to 20 minutes before or after, I had a hair a, a hair person was going to come to my hotel room and do my hair. And then at 3.30, uh, a makeup person was going to come and do my makeup. And you might be asking why. Why would they be doing this? And I'll tell you. Because to Thursday was the day we were going to be doing the headshots uh, for Spotify. We were taking our official Spotify headshots in the studios at the at the Spotify studios. There's a one really fancy one. I may have talked about it. Uh, Studio D, which is set up like a living room. I think I may have even put pictures in the Discord. It's very, very swanky. And we were going to do the headshots in there. And uh, so that was going to be at 4.30, followed by the industry mixer, which was going to be there, too. Not in the studios, but on the, the property. So um, so I'm on my own for breakfast. We have breakfast. I go back to my hotel room. Now, you might think, oh, Joe's just chilling in the hotel room. No, Joe was also stressing out because now he wasn't really happy with his outfit that he brought. And he was going to try and go and buy a new outfit. But... I couldn't find, I just really couldn't find anywhere close by that I could go get an outfit at. Like, I didn't have a car with me. If I had a car, I'd just jump in the car. I knew exactly where to go. But really couldn't find anything that was going to make me happy. And so I was, but I was spending the time researching that, trying to find someplace, talking to the phone, calling people. It wasn't really working. And then they come and they do my hair. And the woman's really nice, super cool. And um, I can't remember what her name was. I was it like Becca or something like that. She came and did my hair. Oh, that's right. I had to take a. Sh- I took a shower before she got there, so that my hair would be wet when she did my hair. And it was really chill. And she told me about the the makeup girl was her friend and stuff like that. And like I was like, okay, did my hair. And then after the hair, I had two hours before the makeup girl showed up. So I was like, all right, well, let's um go get lunch. So I go downstairs to get lunch at the hotel. Who's sitting there? Sergio and Fernando. So I sit with Sergio and Fernando outside the restaurant, this little bar area, and I order lunch. I order this burger, which was fucking delicious. It was a delicious burger. And I have lunch with uh, Sergio and Fernando. And that went for like another, to the point where actually, I was like, okay, that's like three o'clock or something. And I was like, I better go to the hotel room and I better get, you know, my makeup person is going to be there. And then I got to the hotel room and I, right when I walked in the hotel room, I said, and she was, she was going to be like in 10 minutes. I was like, oh, because by the time I'm like, my, my, my makeup appointment was at like 3.30 and the van was leaving at like 4.15 to go to the Spotify on the like, spot at 4.15 sharp. 
Okay. And I was like, oh my God. I hadn't ironed my clothes, checked out, uh, fixed my, uh, fit, uh, picked out my clothes. And there was some other big thing I was supposed to do that I hadn't done. Oh, I was supposed to record an ad. I'd got, when I was at lunch, I got a mean eat, not mean, uh, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe email from my ad agency. Like, we need a better help ad. And I was like, oh my God. Right. And I was, so I ran upstairs and of course the makeup girl arrived while I was doing the better help ad. And that was awkward, but I just said, give me 30 seconds to finish this. And I turned it in and oh, I finished it. And then, uh, she did my makeup and then I, I can't remember if I ironed my clothes before she got there or after. And then it was like, but basically I was in a mad dash to get ready before the bus left. I think I barely made it. And that included sending the ad to the ad agency before the end of business that day. So then, um, oh, funny story about the makeup girl. So I have this like little like sunspot right under my eye that really, I don't know. I was just like, I just wanted it, her to take it out with the makeup. So the makeup girl walks in the room and, uh, I see, goes, okay, let's sit down. What do you need? What do you want? No, she didn't ask. She goes, she, she goes, sit down. Let's do your makeup. I go, okay, let me just tell you what I need. And she goes, oh, oh, oh. I just came from Christian's room and he to- asked me who he- I was seeing next. And I said, I was seeing you. And he already told me everything I need to do for you. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, I will say the fucking bitch was right. I looked good, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but Christian had told the girl everything that needed to be done for me before she even got there. And she did my makeup. I got dressed, went to the Spotify hub and uh we did the headshots of course i was all sweaty and shit it was a hot day and i was rushing and i was the first person to do the headshot so i didn't even get a chance to like relax see what was going to happen she was going to work cuz they were like we were kind of running a little bit late and so um the headshot guy was like okay joe uh do this stand here and he kept saying don't do anything with your hands just put them by your side but there's just something maybe cuz i'm fat or whatever the way my hands were going, it looked like I was gingerly trying to walk inside on a puddle or something. It was like, or walk and step inside of a pool, a cold swimming pool. And so I was like, can I just put my hands in my pocket? And he was like, okay, let's do some with your hands in your pocket, even though it never looks good. And I was like, okay. He goes, actually, these look good. And he was like, do some silly ones. I got to pick one. Everyone loved my headshot because we got to see it, was on, you know, obviously on an iPad. The guy was like, oh, this is actually really good. I'm actually really happy with my headshot. I can't wait till I get it and I show you guys. I get to do whatever I want with the headshot, by the way. I can use it for my own personal stuff, whatever. It's my headshot. Uh, it's actually kind of a full body shot. So I don't know why they call it a headshot and be standing in front of this library. It is, from what I remember, so good. Um, so, yes, like that. Well, that headshot is very dramatic. This one, I'm smiling at least in the next one. A, a trots away posted a, a very dramatic black and white headshot of me in the discord. Um, then we had to do, so then we, after we were done with our headshots, then we had to go, um, I never talked about this. We had to go to the second floor where we have the meetings. Okay. And on that second floor, which I don't know if I told you guys this, there's a whole second, this rad fucking second floor of the building 
And we had the entire thing. And there were writer's rooms and kitchens. It was amazing, right? But one of the things that they had set up in this second floor was a confessional booth. And this is the day we were doing the confessionals. And when we got in there, they had four questions for us. And we had to answer those questions. And it was mostly about the program. How did we enjoy the program? What was the hardest part of the program? What did we like? What didn't we like? Blah, 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 blah. So I did the confessional. And then that was my two responsibilities. I got those done. And then we once everybody was all gathered, uh, we went downstairs for the industry mixer. That was going to happen at 6 p.m. couple of stories that happened beforehand. One, sometime in the middle of the afternoon, after breakfast, after lunch, I get a, oh, no, 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 I know what it was. It was, <laughs> remember when I told you Fran kept calling me? So when I went downstairs to go to the bus at 4.15, Fran had a phone in her hand and she was standing at the door and she was like, oh my God, Joe. And I go, yeah. She goes, ah, I've been trying to call you for the past day to answer your question. I was calling the wrong number. I just figured it out. Uh, and I have the answer to your question. And I, but I, I, I was trying to send it to you, but I had the wrong number. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. It worked out. Get in the van, right? Maybe like an hour, sometime during the headshots and the confessionals, I get a text message from Shifran, and it's like, hey, Joe, um, yes, the breakfast and the lunch on Wednesday will be on us. This is like five hours after lunch? She texted me that? I was like, okay, well, thanks, Fran. Uh, the other thing that happened was they had told us on Monday or Tuesday that we could bring a plus one to the industry mixer. So I, I, there was nobody I wanted to bring. I, the only thing I offered it to was Richard because he was curious to meet these people who were in this program. And he goes, no, I'm busy. I have a dinner nearby, but I, I'm busy. I'm like, okay. On Thursday at like four, he's like, oh, I actually have like an extra hour before the dinner starts. Can I go? And I go, I actually didn't want him there. So I lied. And I said that I asked them and they said no. But the truth was, I, he probably could have come. But I was like, mm, Richard goes to a lot of events and he does not invite me. So why am I going to invite him to this and to this mixer and have him make friends uh, that I've, you know, I don't know what the right word is, but that word. Um, okay. So now it's time for the mixer. And they've, again, put out all, they put out the red carpet for these people and us. There's a, a DJ, they have Caribbean food. It's in the courtyard of Spotify's uh, Pod City. It looks great. It looks fantastic. They have every, it's, just, it's just really well done and well organized, okay? And everybody's there waiting for the big stars, us, to come out to the mixer. And one of the things that they told us, they gathered us around and they were like, look, we have invited, you know, very important people from the podcast world, especially specifically Latinx people from the podcast world. And they did something really smart. They sent all the people from the industry uh, photos of us, our names and what our show was and about. Okay. And then they sent us via email. They sent us, um, Everyone that was going to be at the industry mixer, what their name was, where they worked, their LinkedIn profile, and everything. We had a whole, we could see everything about them. 
And um, then, now this is important because I have been to industry mixers before and I hate them. I don't like them. One, I just don't like them. Two, I'm not good at schmoozing. Three, I am not good at the approach. Like, and I don't think anybody is, right? So I was like, I'm just going to stand here and talk to no one. Like, that's just how I am. Because I know a lot of people who were there felt like this. Here is something great. And everyone who does these mixers should have people like this at Spotify. All of the execs that dealt with us, they were essentially hosts. And if they saw you standing around, they would grab you and they would go introduce you to somebody. And they'd go, oh, hey, uh, Eric, this is Joe. He has a show called Evergreen. It's about this and this and this. We think you would really like it, yada, yada, yada. And they would start the conversation. They would basically introduce you. Same thing is if you if there was specifically someone you wanted to talk to, you're like, oh, I want to talk to the person from Apple. They would grab you or they'd go, they would take you and they'd find the person from Apple and then they'd introduce you. Like, hi, person from Apple, this is Joe. And he da 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 And that made it so easy, so fantastic, so amazing. But I was super awkward at first until Jane, like my Thea Jane, helped me introduce me to people. Well, I said the name Eric. There was. There was a person there named Eric Galindo, and he is from LAS Magazine. I really want to talk to him because if Spotify doesn't pick this up, there are two places that just could be very valuable. A, a LAist, which is a, a magazine dedicated to LA. And this guy, Eric Galindo, has like, I think he just sold a movie based on one of his articles or maybe a podcast or something. And he's a good editor there and whatnot. And um, he's a big, fat, redheaded guy. So it was very easy to find at the thing. So Jane took me and met him to meet him. And he's like a big fucking nerd. And like, they, one of the things they had told us was they were like, don't say too much about what you're doing because you don't want them to steal your ideas. Like say a little bit, but just enough to like whet their appetite. And in talking about Evergreen, I was being very careful about Evergreen. But why did I sell the the idea for a whole other podcast? I was just talking and talking and talking afterwards. I Because he was like, oh my God, a media, that's a brilliant idea, sold. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, what the fuck did I just do there? But Jane told me I was fine. Then, um... I don't know if I talked about this on the on the Wednesday part one, but there was a woman who came to talk to us named Emma Cortland. She's the host of a Spotify show called Crime Show. And uh, I'd seen her talk. She was kind of funny, awkward person, which I could relate to. And I saw her there and she was just like, came up to me. She just loved me so much. And she was a huge fan. Not, she hadn't listened to the episode yet, but she wanted to hear about it because she had heard what it was about. We'll come back to that in a second. And it sounded really interesting to her. And so we just really hit it off and we talked several times for at great lengths at a time. We really hit it off and I need to message her to this week and just sort of touch base with her again and just be like, hi. Another person I met that would be very valuable to, to especially for Drag Race Recap and Afterthought Media was this, um, woman named, uh, Carol. And she works for Spotify. She's Latinx and she works. She's like the manager of their partnerships when they make partnerships with uh, other podcasts that aren't part of Spotify or other podcasting networks. And she actually lives in the city right next to me. And she's just this quiet, shy Latina girl. And Christian and I really hit it off with her. And so we've made plans uh, tentatively to go get Korean food nearby 
Christian can be kind of flaky, so I'm going to hold his feet to the flame on this. And I'm going to try and set that up with her, because she's a good person to know, especially for Afterthought Media. And so I'm going to really uh, nurture that relationship. But then the person, the people that you want to hear about the most were also there. So at one point, uh, it wasn't in an awkward way. I was just like between conversations. And it was almost like the area cleared. And I looked to my right. And standing there are Monica and Paulina, the people who had produced my podcast, who I had gotten in a fight with, and who I had tried to fire in a drama with Fernando and everything like that, right? And now they're standing there. And now we have no choice but to talk to each other. There had been discussion among me, Leah, and uh, Jamila about what to do. Because they were like, we're not going to talk to her. Whatever. And I think Leah had said she was going to yell at them. But somebody had wisely given her the advice that, look, this is a really small industry. You don't just be nice to them. As annoying as you are, just be nice to them. The girl, I just killed them with kindness. I was so nice. It's like, oh my God, Monica, Paulina. Oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. We chit-chatted for a little bit. It was awkward. But, you know, we chit-chatted for a little bit. And then they were like, oh, where? Now, remember, remember, Jamila and Leah had said they did not want to see them. They didn't want to talk to them. I'm such a dick here. They go, where are Jamila and Leah? And I went, I looked around and Jamila was wearing a pink dress and Leah was wearing like a green blouse. I go, Oh, there's Jamila in the pink and there's Leah in the green. Bye. And they're like, oh, and they separate and they, they separated from me and they want to go talk to them. And I was like, <laughs> um, and they were, but they were nice to them. Everybody was nice to each other. Everybody was fine. And it was a very brief interaction with, um, uh, Paulina and Monica. So I'll just, so then, um, the night wrapped up. I'll just tell you this and I'll go on a, on a final note here. The night wrapped up. We went back to the hotel in the vans. And Christian and a bunch of the people decided to go out that night. Uh, They went to... Actually, I kind of wish I would have gone. I didn't know this is what it was. I didn't know. They went to a local, like, Latino bar. uh, for It was like a dancing... To go dancing, right? And so a bunch of people... I think think only I and a few... And, like... Melissa and Miriam, the oldies, were the only ones that didn't go. But everybody else went to this Latino bar, and it was this. I would have wish I would have gone to this. It was cumbia goth night, and I was like, "Oh my god, I wish I would have gone to this. That sounds amazing." And um, then afterwards, they went to Precinct, which is a local uh, gay bar, very popular gay bar. But the thing with Precinct, as I know, is it's very, very mellow. It's like a mellow, I wouldn't call it, it's not a dive bar by any means, but it's like very chill. You're not going to see any drama at Precinct. It's not like the Abbey. And I guess they walked in and it was like go-go boy night or something. And there were just asses and dicks everywhere. And everybody just had to, they didn't get to bed till like two in the morning. And then they had to wake up at like, we had an early day on Friday. And so they had to wake up early. So that's what they did on Thursday night. Girl, I just went to bed. But the important thing is, I think I talked about this yesterday, is this guy named Lee, who's an executive slash producer at Spotify, and he has been very, very effusive in his praise for uh, Evergreen. I appreciate it. Sought me out multiple times to say very wonderful, nice things. Uh, People were telling me at the mixer, and that's how Emma heard about it, that he was telling anyone who would listen 
how good Evergreen was. And that's very flattering, but also really important because Lee is one of the big decision makers in the Spotify deal. So let's keep our fingers crossed. I'm trying to manifest every, I'm trying to manifest it, but then give it to the universe to do with what it will. You know, to not focus too much on it, not dwell on it, put it out to the universe that I want this, but then say like, your will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know what's being in heaven? Being here with you on this Jebba Tans. Right here. Wait for it. On it. It's on me. So oh.